wherever there are shadows, there are people ready to kick at the darkness until it bleeds daylight. This is Bleeding Daylight with your host, Rodney Olson. Something a little different on Bleeding Daylight this episode. When I'm not podcasting, I work for Compassion Australia. I've been connected with Compassion since 2008 when I travelled to Haiti and Dominican Republic to see Compassion's work. At the time, I was working for Perth radio station 98.5. After meeting one young girl in Dominican Republic, I recorded a short program to tell her story. It was broadcast on 98.5 back in 2008. Today, I want to share that story with you. The episode is much shorter than most, but I'm sure you'll agree. It's still very powerful. The day I met Ada is a day I'll never forget. I was in Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic with Compassion Australia to see the work they were doing amongst that country's poor. After a tour of the project, where children were being given the skills to break the poverty cycle for them and their families, I had the opportunity to interview one of the sponsored children. Ada is a bright and happy 12-year-old. I enjoyed spending time with her, showing her photos of my family back in Australia and telling her that my daughter was almost the same age as her. Maybe that's why I felt such a connection with Ada. I was talking to her through a translator and thinking of my daughter back home in Australia. Without compassion, Ada would never have had the opportunity to study or to learn the other life skills that compassion teaches in each one of their projects around the world. I wanted to know so much about this beautiful girl. Did she know who her sponsor was or what part of the world they were from? Had her education through Compassion's project given her hope for the future? What were her dreams for tomorrow? Where is your sponsor from? De donde tu patrocinadora? Australia. Ah, Australia. Australia. It's from Australia, yes. That's where I'm from. Do you remember the name of your sponsor? Recuerdas el nombre de tu patrocinador? Lisa. Lisa. We should find out where, where Lisa is. Maybe we can get some details and, and we'll let her know that we came to visit you. What do you hope to be when when you are older and you're looking for work? What do you hope to be? Cuando tú crezcas, ¿qué te gustaría ser? Doctora. Doctora. She said that she would be a doctor. You want to be a doctor? You get good marks in your studies? ¿Eres buena en tus estudios? ¿Tienes buenas notas en matemáticas por casualidad? Un poquito that she said that in mathematics uh, just like that so so 50-50 me too él también él también what other hopes do you have for, for the future? she said that she would like to be a, a lawyer too if she is not a doctor maybe she get, she get to be a lawyer do you enjoy learning about God? While you're here. Mm-hmm. She has learned a lot of things that God is very good and that makes wonderful things. She has learned that over here. What would you say to someone in Australia who is thinking about becoming a sponsor for some other child? Yo le diría que oyeran esto y que por favor que patrocinen esos niños que tienen muchas necesidades de hacerlo, de aprender muchas cosas de Dios. Okay. 
uh, she had the opportunity to, to speak to those people that are listening, she will ask them to to, to sponsor. If they if they can to sponsor a child, so in that way they can help them, those children to to hear about God. And finally, is there something you would like to say to Lisa? Que si algún día ya vas a venir aquí a verme, que tengo mucho deseo de verla. She asked, uh, she's sending a question for her, that if someday she will come here to see her, because she, she, she wants to see her, she wants to meet her. I promised Ada that I'd try and find her sponsor. On the line today I have Lisa from New South Wales. Lisa, how does it make you feel to hear directly from Ada? That was absolutely amazing. Just to actually hear her voice and hear how well she's doing is just, just touches your heart. Yeah, it's amazing. How long have you been sponsoring her? Um, I've been sponsoring Ada for eight years. So I started sponsoring her when she was four years old. And um, obviously now she's 12, so a long time, yeah. And what was it that convinced you to become a sponsor of a child through Compassion? I didn't actually need convincing. I work with children, I love children, and I just thought, you know, if there is a way that I can make a difference, to one's child's life, it's worth it. And I thought, you know, the wealth in Australia, I see the wealthy children, I thought, how can I help? And I thought, well, that's how I can help. You heard a little bit about Ada's life uh, with yeah. her explaining there, but what did you know up till this point of, of Ada's life? Basically, I, I just I knew that she had, you know, she lived with her mother and her father and that she was... Um, Going to the going to the program and doing quite well in school. I knew that she had, um, well, she had three siblings and now she's got four. So I knew I knew about her siblings and um, little bits that she would tell me in her letters and things that she would want me to pray for. But yeah, so we've had quite a good communication over the over the eight years. I'm speaking today to Lisa, who sponsors a 12-year-old girl in the Dominican Republic through Compassion Australia. We've spoken about what a delightful girl Ada is and about her hopes and her dreams for the future, which are only possible through Compassion Child Sponsorship. Lisa, the story doesn't end there. After the interview, we went to Ada's home with several members of the Compassion team and the local project director. Ada lives with her mother and father. Her father makes only around $100 a month working at the local hospital. And with unemployment being so high, he's considered to be one of the lucky ones. Ada's father was asked about the day that they found out that she had a sponsor. His face beamed and there was a real laughter in his voice as he told us that it was such a special day for the whole family. The Compassion Project director then mentioned almost in passing that she had helped the family with a legal problem. She said it was something to do with a neighbour. We asked for a few more details, and then through a translator, the story of the neighbour started to pour out. She was, um, someone was molesting the girl, and the parents didn't know what to do, so the, they went to the project, and the project had to take up the case, and the person actually ended up being put in jail for some time because of that. And that person has already been released, but because of the intervention, that person is not allowed to live in this area, and the child has not been bothered ever since. So it was, it was What would have happened if they had not 
taken that case to the project and the project went there to help. What would be likely? Padres se enteraron porque nosotros les llamamos. O sea, la niña fue y habló con su maestra. Su maestra fue y habló con nosotros. Tuvimos que decirle la noticia a sus padres, convencerles y, lle y llevarlos con ellos. O sea, de, de allá para acá fue que vino la, wow. la, la acción um, que hubo que tomar. The parent didn't even know. The project was the one who found out through the counseling and through the, the relationship that the tutor has with the, with the child. The child opened up and told them. So it was them who came to the home and told the parents and actually had to convince the parents that they needed to, to pursue this and prosecute that person. So practically, I mean, probably it would have gone on for a while. It would have gotten worse because the, this gentleman only went as far as touching the girl and in appropriate ways, but it would it would have gone further than that. It would probably end up in, in rape if it hadn't been discovered by them. Even a lot of the people from the community would go to the project speaking in favor of that person and trying to cover it up. And it was really a real pity, but time and time again, they would do all the investigations and determine that the situation was really happening and that they needed to, to prosecute this person. That must be a sad episode for the family and it must be difficult for the father to... Me imagino eso debe haber sido un tiempo difícil para ustedes. Bueno, yo le digo que la niña autó bien, porque si fue mejor así, que ella no nos dejara aquí porque el hombre vivía ahí mismo. Entonces yo he says that his, his daughter was very smart and the fact that she told the, the project and not him because he, he says that gentleman lived two houses down the street I would have if I if I would have found out I would have probably taken um, revenge in my own hands so I feel that this was the best way for it to happen Lisa, how does it feel knowing that with just a handful of dollars a week, you've saved that young girl from the possibility of a very tragic future? Wow. You really don't understand the impact you're having on a child's life, a family's life, a whole community's life by just sending a small amount of money every month. It just, yeah, that's mind-blowing and makes the whole thing just absolutely worth it. I mean, there's been times where I thought, I can't afford this, and, and I thought, no, I can't afford not to do this. You know, I'm here helping a child's life. And, yeah, that's just, wow. I feel very privileged to be able to send that money and, and help that family. I can assure you that thanks to Compassion's intervention in that particular case, Mm. Um, Ada is just such, as we mentioned before, such a bright and beautiful young girl with such a, a wow. positive future. Oh, I'm so, I feel so blessed that you went and you got to meet Ada and I get to hear this, you know, this feedback that I wouldn't have otherwise known and it just inspires me even more to think, what else can I do? So thank you so much for um, sharing that with me. What would you say to other people who are thinking about sponsoring a child today? Um, I would say just don't hesitate. 
just do it because, you know, it's, it's one, if you can cha- help one child at a time, you know, the problem seems so big, but one child at a time um, that you can make a difference to in this world, then and just do it and God will provide the money for you. And it's not that much money, really, when you look at it in the grand scheme of things. And that tiny bit of money that you send changes communities. So don't even hesitate. Yeah. Lisa, I've got one last message that I want to play for you. Part of sure. the group that was visiting Ada's home was Edouard Lesseg, Compassion's Vice President for Latin America. He asked if I could pass this message on to you. I think I also want to say something to the sponsor, I mean, if I may. As I mean, a spokesman for for the for the family, and also for all the children who are uh, going through similar situations. Sometimes the sponsors don't realize what difference it makes. But if it were not for her participating in that project, I mean, we don't know what would have happened to that to this little girl, this beautiful, bright uh, girl, smart girl. We don't know where she would have been today. And you know, on behalf of the family, I really want to say thank you to the sponsor for being there for her because that has made a, I mean, a huge difference in her, in, her, in her life and obviously in the life of the family as well. So thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. You, you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you've made a massive difference in her life and, of course, it goes further than, than just her. It goes to her family. Yeah. And uh, as we've said, we, we don't know what would have happened in, in the future, but it... It didn't look bright, but thanks no. to your participation with Compassion Australia, she's got a whole new future ahead of her. And what I love is she has hopes and she has dreams and, you know, she can aspire to be somebody. Um, that is amazing. Yeah. And it even inspires me. I'd love to go and visit her <laughs> if I could. I know that she'd love that, and, and that's not possible for, for everyone to visit their sponsored child, but no. maybe that's been a, a spark for you, and maybe sometime down the, the track you'll be able to do that, because I know she would love that. Uh, as, as you heard right from the start, as soon as I asked who her sponsor was, she knew. She knew where you yeah. were from, and uh, she would love to have even more interaction with you, and I'm sure that uh, you'll be writing her a letter soon just to let her know that you've, you've had that contact and you've, you've heard her voice. Absolutely. I'll be passing this on to her and, yeah, it's just really inspired me even more so and I just hope that other people are inspired by Ada's story and know that such a small amount of money can just change a child's life, a whole family's life and impact the community. Yeah, it's amazing. Thanks for your time today, Lisa. All right, thank you very much, Rodney. Thank you for listening to Bleeding Daylight. Please help us to shine more light into the darkness by sharing this episode with others. For further details and more episodes, please visit bleedingdaylight.net.